Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Dylan Otto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Scrambling with Dylan Otto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur, and professional golfers in the world and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Canyon and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable and Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or green book, head over to their website at puttviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at puttviewbooks. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Delonado, featuring Auburn University golfer Jackson Coivin. Jackson, welcome, man. Hey, how are you? Good, man. Really glad to get you on here and stuff, man. And just, you know, you're getting started to, you know, your time at Auburn and everything. So, I mean, I'm curious, how have things been lately for you at Auburn University? Uh, Yeah, I started summer school not too long ago, a little five-week mini-master to move in, get acclimated. It's been been really good been able to practice a lot a lot of golf taking two classes so getting my fair share of what college balancing kind of feels like and um yeah it's been fun yeah playing with a lot of good guys so sweet man that's good it's great to hear you know it's nice to you know be able to get there a little earlier and kind of get acclimated Mm -hmm. to things like you said because um you know, it, it can be like a super weird transition for a lot of people that, right. you know, that's the that's the common theme I've seen. So it's nice that you're able to kind of get there, you know, have a couple classes just to kind of, you know, like you say, get a feel for it. So, no, that's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's been fun. Good deal, man. Well, I'm glad to hear that everything's going smooth over there and you're getting started a little early over there. And I'm sure you're looking forward to the season just getting going, though. Like, that's when everything's going to start happening. So, <laughs> yeah, but no, that's awesome, man. We'll get into the questions here. I always like to start off from the very beginning of, you know, where your journey began and stuff. So where are you from and how'd you get into the game of golf? Well, I'm originally from San Jose, California, uh, NorCal Bay Area area. Mm -hmm. So uh, we moved to North Carolina about a year ago, but I would say, you know, growing up in San Jose, there's a lot of good competition. You know, I started competing at a really young age, playing some competitive, like local events when I was like six. Gotcha. So always always had that competition in me and then started branching out started doing like u.s kids worlds and that type of stuff when i got nine ten and then you know came out to actually here to alabama you know played like the future masters junior tournament and oh yeah started playing ajgas and all that type of stuff and just kept kind of climbing the ranks of junior golf until you know you start playing bigger amateur events last year. I was able to play in the USAM and Western AM. Those were probably the two biggest events I've played in. And it's just, it's kind of weird because you start at junior golf so low and then right. you start climbing and then it's kind of almost a reset in amateur mm-hmm. golf. Right. So right. Now I'm starting to play all these, you know, lead AM series, which is a great, great tour. And, you know, it's a lot of fun to play those with a lot of good players. And you're kind of starting at the, bottom of the totem pole again and <laughs> trying to climb your way back up yeah no i i totally understand what you're saying i mean it, it's just so cool to see everything that you've been able to do just 
you know, you and you haven't even started, you know, playing college golf yet. Like, I think it's just really impressive, man. Really impressive. Yeah. And um, I'm curious, like, um, I mean, obviously, you know, we'll get we'll we'll get more into kind of your your accolades and your junior stats that I have here. But I'm just curious about like your high school days was, you know, where'd you go to high school? Did you play high school golf or were you mostly focused around junior tournaments? Um, so I went I did three years in person. And when I moved to North Carolina, I did one year online for my senior year. Gotcha. But back in California, I did one year of high school golf my freshman year. And uh-huh. it was fun, but. I felt my game kind of get a little worse. Uh-huh. I didn't really feel like it was worth it, especially juggling school and mm-hmm. all these other tournaments I have to play. Or yeah. I don't have to, but I get to play. And um, yeah, so I played freshman year, then decided to cut it, and just that was my only high school career. Gotcha. Yeah. No, I, I totally understand what you're saying. I mean, that's and that's not out of the norm. I, you know, I've heard many people say, you know, they they focus more on those junior tournaments because. Um, you know, at the end of the day, like you just hear more college coaches. That's just kind of what they focus on, I guess, and what they're paying attention to. High school golf is great, though. I mean, if you can play it, it's, you know, some people really enjoy it. It's a great time and stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, no, I mean, it's a totally understanding why, you know, you went that route and um, all that stuff. But yeah, I mean, I'm just, you know, want to want to touch on your junior career. I mean, you, you played in a variation of all kinds of tournaments. You started out, you know, kind of playing you know, um, us kids stuff, and then eventually branching out to these, you know, big AGGAs and doing really well on them, getting into those amateur tournaments and stuff. Um, you know, just kind of touch on, you know, the traveling aspect and, you know, all just kind of everything that you did in your junior career. Like, well, I mean, if you had to kind of sum it up a little bit, like what, what, what would you say your junior career was all about? I think it was like picking the right tournaments to play. Yeah. Um, you know, I started obviously U.S. Kids, some local tour events, and sure. branched out. I won an AJGA in like Missouri, like okay. an Open, when uh-huh. I was like fourteen, and that kind of got me to like on the edge of getting invit- into invitationals. So mm-hmm. after that, I kind of just only played invitationals, and um, that was a good experience. They had a lot of good players. Like that was back when the 2021s were still in it. So I was competing against, you know, some really good guys and yeah, you know, it's weird to look back and see the progression. Cause I remember teeing up in like my first invitationals and like my first <laughs> invitational was out at Sedgefield. Okay. Window, yeah. Yeah. Window invitational. And like, uh-huh. they had a cut. My only goal is to make the cut. Uh-huh. And then the last time I played it, I got like fourth and like, nice. All I wanted to do was win. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's crazy to see mindset. that. Yeah, to see that progression, that mindset change. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny, man. But I mean, it's just it's so cool, man, to see like I, I you know, I have some junior stats here. Like you said, you know, you won that AJJ in Missouri. I mean, and you play in a lot of high level tournaments, won both the right. 2022 Rolex Tournament Champions, 2023 Dustin Johnson World Juniors. Also finished top 10 in the 2022 Wyndham Invitational, 2022 Junior Players, and 2023 Junior Invitational at Sagefield. Um, you know, you were the number one recruit in your class by AGGA, and you were ranked number three by Golf Channel. Um, you know, played 2022 Junior President's Cup team, played both U.S. Junior Am and U.S. Am. I mean... Just a, and I mean, there was a there was a whole other list of stuff, you know, that that, you know, that you've done. And I was just so impressed, man. Like, really, Thank congratulations you. on, you know, Thank everything you. in that junior career there. That's awesome. Yeah, it's it was a lot of fun. I kind of I got hot there at the end. I yeah, I got I got second at junior players, which I played really well at. Uh-huh. But, uh, 
one of my friends played a lot better than me, but um, <laughs> yeah, the junior presence cup was a lot of fun. It was good to get to know some of those guys and represent the USA. And I think right around then I played two am events that I played really well. And I got, I think third at South beach amateur, uh-huh. which is, which was a really good field. And then I was able to play in the Jones cup. Nice. And I think I got six there, which mm-hmm. really helped and kind of eased. Like I didn't play well in my, in the USAM or the Western Am because, you know, going into those, it's, it's a little intimidating to be honest. Sure. Because, you know, there's a lot of guys that are really good. And I played with some really good players at Jones cup and I was able to hang with them and it kind of eased me into the amateur golf stage. Mm-hmm. I feel like a little bit. Right. And yeah. Yeah. It's I mean, of, yeah. It, it, it's, I mean, it's just so once again, like for, you know, people that don't, they like they you know, they're hearing these tournaments and everything and you're not even in call, you know, you weren't even in college yet. Like, I think that is just the, that's huge, man. Like, you know, you're getting these experiences like early on, whereas, you know, like you said, people that are playing in obviously, you know, USAM and stuff, there's a probably, you know, there's a fair, there's a lot of, you know, high-end college players that are playing in it and stuff. And, you know, here you are, you're, you hadn't even started college yet. Like, you know, and you're getting in the Jones, you know, getting in the Jones cup and you're playing and I mean, just all these big tournaments, man. Like, I think it's just really impressive. Yeah. They've been really good experiences and try to, rely on those going into these next couple tournaments I have and um, planning the AM this year, I'll play in Western and Southern AM. So yeah, yeah, they're definitely good experiences and try to rely a little bit on junior golf. It's a, it's a little different in my opinion, but um, yeah. Yeah. At the same time, junior golf has some great players and some good competition and, you know, amazing courses. So just got to try to transfer over all my knowledge and just keep maturing and getting better. Yeah, I'm sure you will, man. I'm sure you will. I mean, just the the uh, how elite you played in the junior career and then, you know, getting into these amateur tournaments, I have no doubt that you'll be able to. And, um, you know, just from all your experiences in your junior career and stuff, like, is there is there a, a tournament or a moment that like has really like highlighted your career that you that you really that you look back on or something that you just really cherish about your junior career? Um, so in the 2021 Rolex tournament champions, yeah. I lost in a playoff. Uh-huh. I had a three shot lead with three to go at the bear trap. Oh um, yeah. Bear trap. And I think I tripled 16, 15, then parred in birdied uh-huh. 18 to force a playoff and then lost in the playoff to my buddy. And then I came back in 2022 and won it. Yeah kind of just felt like justice and that was kind of my highlight in my junior career I felt like it was just something I kind of had a grudge on a little bit after 2021 and sure. was able to come back and get it done in 2022. No that's that's always a, you know it's always a cool moment whenever you know you uh you come back from you know getting some vengeance on you know the year before and stuff like that and Bear trap is no joke, man. Like that's a, I couldn't imagine coming down the stretch with a lead and you're, you're, you know, you're in the, you're facing the bear trap. Like that's, that's right. no joke. So, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, man, that's really cool to hear that experience there. And um, it's cool to hear how that was, you know, that was a highlight for you where, you know, you, you fought hard and then next year you came back and won it and you were like, mm-hmm. all right, you know, job is done. So that's yeah. pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, you know, something else I touched on, you know, obviously you were a really high, highly ranked player. You were number one in your class. Um, I'm curious, like, what was that like? You know, you were, you know, big on, 
were you always big on the rankings? Were you always trying to improve your rankings or were you just kind of like good golf will take kind of take care of itself? You know, I always liked looking at rankings sometimes a little too much, but uh, I got probably in my junior year, I kind of got looking at them a little too much and I started worrying about it a little too much. Uh-huh. And um, I tried to, you know, stop looking at them. And I felt like that's when my rankings started going up again. But uh, I feel like the more you look at it, the more you think about it, especially when you're trying to get on teams and stuff like that, you put, mm-hmm. it's just another added pressure going into tournaments. It's just unnecessary. Right. And um, I know it, it's, it's hard not to look at it mm-hmm. and, you know, you can set yourself goals and all that type of stuff. Like when I got to number one, I was, you know, obviously happy, Sure. but like at the end of the day, it's just a stepping stone to amateur golf and college golf and hopefully the PGA tour. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, man. Gotcha. Yeah. I was just really curious about that. Cause you know, I mean, as like you said, I mean, it can be a, some added pressure, you know, and I was just curious about, you know, what, what that was like. Cause I mean, like, um, I had, whenever I had Ludwig Aberg on and he was ranked number one PGA tour U, it, I was curious about that as well. Like, is there any pressure being number one, you know, cause I'm sure a lot of people were after you and stuff like they want to, Oh, you know, they want to be ranked number one and you know, you're probably buddy, real close buddies with these people and stuff. So, um, but no, it's good. It's cool to hear what, what that felt like. And, um, you know, you were just trying to, obviously there's a certain aspect in which you want to be looking at rankings. If you want to play college golf, like, you know, like right. that's, that is, that is important, but yeah, it's mm-hmm. cool to hear how, you know, it got to a certain point where you were like, okay, like maybe focusing a little too much on it, but no, that's cool, man. I think it's just really cool to hear, yeah. you know, talking to the number one, you know, player ranked in your class. And uh, it's just really impressive, man. Just really congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. And I'm curious, like, obviously, with, you know, your resume being ranked number one recruiting process, what was that like for you? And, you know, just, I'm really curious about the schools that were reaching out to you. I'm sure you probably could have went just about anywhere. Like what, what was that like for you? Um, to be honest, my recruiting wasn't as big as some people might think. Being from California kind of hindered because I hadn't moved yet. And I had, from the get go, I wanted to go east coast you know mm-hmm. i we really like north carolina like we liked a couple schools in north carolina you mm-hmm. know sec was always big but there was there was a couple schools that were a little hesitant about me being from california you know how to adjust all that type of stuff oh really and yeah but um coach Kleiner at auburn you know we have a, a guy from california graduate a guy named jacob solomon yeah oh yeah here. yeah yeah so he's he's I don't, I know him like we played now, but like, I didn't know him growing up at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's from about an hour where I was from California. So Kleiner, you know, reached out, you know, I really like Auburn and really happy here. And obviously there's a couple other schools in the, in the mix, but yeah, yeah. My first time coaches could watch me. I didn't play that well, or I okay. didn't play well at all. Like I sure. didn't get like mad or anything, but I just had a really bad tournament. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a couple of schools who, that kind of turned him off a little bit. And then I, I came back and played well in a couple of tournaments after that and took a couple visits and, you know, I was really set on Auburn after taking the visit. So gotcha. committed and been happy with the decision ever since. There you go, man. That's pretty cool to hear. And I mean, did, what were like uh, some of the, like a couple other schools that you were really interested in or like, was it, like you said, once you visited Auburn, it was like, there's no brainer. Not many other schools were going to be with Auburn. 
Um, I was looking at a couple. You know, UNC has a great team right now, and oh, yeah, I was yeah. looking at them a little bit. Looked at mm -hmm. Vanderbilt, Tennessee a little bit here and there, and gotcha. you know, I kind of, I kind of had a tight net. Um, looked at a couple schools in Texas, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm. once I visited Auburn, I just didn't really want to go anywhere else, and made up my mind. Gotcha. I mean, like you said, SEC was it was big for you. You know, that's something that you really wanted to go to. So that's cool, man. It's really cool to be able to hear, you know, whenever you're talking to you're talking to schools that are, you know, really high level, you know, college golf programs. And, uh, you know, what was it about Auburn that really drew you in? Was there something on the visit? Was it the coach or, you know, what what really drew you to Auburn University? Um, we got a really good coaching staff right now. I feel like with Kleiner, he has a lot of experience. Uh, yeah. Our assistant coach. Chris Williams, he's a really good player himself. I think he was like number one on Wagger for a while. And um, nice. our new uh, our new other assistant coach, Buddy Alexander, he uh, coached at Florida, mm -hmm. got a two uh, two nationals there for he he was there for a while. So there's a lot of experience there. You know, the facility here is awesome. Yeah, just I just don't feel like there's any way I can't get better if I practice. When gotcha. I practice. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and just the the environment. There's it's it's a pretty big campus, but it feels really small. You know, everyone's really nice. You know, the South. I was just felt at home and felt really comfortable on campus. And yeah, yeah, gotcha, man. I totally understand. I mean, it's it's huge to have. You know, obviously, um, you know, you being comfortable at at the university and stuff. But to have you know really good coaches and experienced coaches, I think that's a huge thing because not only are you going to be you know, you're gonna be working directly with them for, you know, four or five years, potentially, you know, it's uh, right. so that that's important stuff there. So but it, it's cool to hear how, you know, that was something that you really, you know, what what attracted you to Auburn and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So yeah. um, and I mean, besides, I mean, obviously, wanting to go to an to the SEC and, you know, really liking the coaches, um, whenever you were kind of going through the recruiting process, and you're going on visits, were you did you have like a checklist of like what you were wanting out of a golf program? Or were you just kind of like, once you got there, you were feeling things out? Oh, I would say a little bit of both. There's obviously a little checklist, like, I kind of did some homework, kind of wanted to see how many pros came out of certain schools, you know, sure. are they are kids getting better? Mm -hmm. And that type of stuff. That was really big for me. Yeah. Um, if there was any you know, problems on the team or that type of stuff. That was kind of a checklist thing. Uh -huh. and, um, looking at, you know, the school itself, like I'm trying to go all four years, get a degree, you know, have it in mm -hmm. the back pocket sure, and then try to go pro. But if I have a good degree, I can, it'd be a good safety net. And, you know, Auburn's got a lot of connections, you know, outside their alumni is very good. And mm -hmm. I feel like having a, d a degree from Auburn is um uh, would be really helpful in my uh, search for a job in case I don't go pro. Absolutely, man. I totally understand what you're saying there. I mean, it's a, uh, there you're, you're uh, there's something bigger whenever you're leaving Auburn than just the golf experience and everything like that. And, you know, like you said, you're having that degree um, and stuff like that. So, but it's a, uh, you know, I, I wish you nothing but the best with professional golf. And I, you know, I'm, I'm sure every, you'll do everything in your power to make sure that happens, right. but it is nice to, you know, to have that thought of, okay, I do have a degree, you know, it's, it, you know, it's just in case, but um, right. I'm sure you're going to give everything you got for professional golf wise and stuff. But now it's cool to hear how you had both a little bit of a checklist and you're looking at, you know, what these programs have produced and stuff. So that's, uh, mm -hmm. yeah, that's great, man. That's good, man. You really did your research, which is, uh, that's, that's awesome. <laughs> and, um, 
you know, something, I mean, like we talked about, you know, you are currently enrolled at Auburn, you're taking summer classes, going to be a freshman this coming semester. Just kind of tell me what's it like walking on campus and, you know, experiencing a little bit of taste of college life now. There's definitely a lot more freedom. Um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. He says <laughs> you can, uh, you can kind of do whatever you want, which is, it's just weird being, being away from home after 18 years. And, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's been good. I feel like I made a good decision to come here early and kind of just get a little more comfortable in it, but with it before, you know, the big rush of people comes sure. in, in, the, <laughs> in the fall, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, it's been good. No, that's great, man. And yeah, the big rush of people, they're going to come in. Who's this Jackson Coyvin kid? You know what, what's going on here? He's been here since summer. So, <laughs> but uh, no, man, that's awesome. I think it's so, it's a, such a good idea to get there. Um, you know, summertime, take some summer classes and just get acclimated because like I said, there's, it can be a huge jump. Like you said, living 18 years, you know, now that, you know, there's a lot more freedom and there's just a lot of, a lot of other stuff happening besides just, you know, getting acclimated to, uh, you know, golf and college and stuff like that. So, um, you know, you got a laundry and food and like all that stuff now, man. (laughs) No, that's cool, man. It's exciting time for you. Very exciting time. And, I'm curious about like, what are your expectations going into your freshman year at Auburn? Like, what are, do you have some goals that you've set for yourself? And, you know, what are you, what are you looking forward to the most with, uh, you know, when practices get going and stuff? Obviously I'd love to make the travel team. Yeah. Um, I'm not, I don't really care what spot I play as long as I can play in the tournament. Yeah. That's all, that's all I'm trying to do. And um, we got a really good team right now. We got some, we got some studs and we're chasing we're trying to get back to that number one spot we had in the in the fall yeah and you know as long as i can keep as long as i feel like i keep getting better mm-hmm. uh, as a golfer and as a person i feel like i'm doing a good job and you know practices are definitely gonna be tough it's a lot of playing a lot of qualifying with mm-hmm. a lot of guys who've been here for a while and know the sure. courses and are also really good players so it should be a lot of fun mm-hmm. competing against those guys and is getting better yeah yeah exactly like you said you know just getting better and i think it's going to be really cool that you know you're like you said you're going to be qualifying a lot you're playing against the guys that you know have maybe been on the team you know for a couple years now and they get they know the courses but it's all going to be you know such really good learning experiences being you know able to practice alongside those guys and stuff and it's only going to make you a better player yourself so That's uh, that's that's gonna be really exciting stuff there, and mm-hmm. um, you know, you touched on you know developing your game that, and just um, I'm just curious about like what do you what is something or like a part of your game that you really want to develop over your time at Auburn, or what's something that you feel you need to improve to you know to be competing at the highest level in college golf. I feel like uh, my my short game could definitely use a little bit of work. Okay. Um, my putting is probably my strong suit. I'm really confident over the putter. And oh, that's great. It's always it's always a good thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not having any negativity to, up there, but obviously it comes and goes. But sure. Um, I definitely get a couple of y- more yards off the driver, but I'm pretty accurate with the driver and it gets, gets the job done. There um, you go. Irons, irons can always get a little tighter. Uh-huh. And uh, probably between 60 and a hundred yards is somewhere I'd like to really improve in. I feel like that can make or break a lot of rounds. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. Make a lot more birdies from that distance. If you're, if you're good with it. 
Mm-hmm. Totally understand, man. It's a, it's just, you're going to have so many resources and you're going to, I mean, you're so young. It's, it's uh you know, it's crazy. Like, I mean, you talk about getting a few extra yards, I'm sure just in the next year or two, you're going to, your body's going to develop even, you right. know, you're probably going to be, I'm sure there's going to be a workout schedule over at Auburn and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's a, yeah, man, it'll be really interesting to see, you know, Jackson two years from now, seeing, yeah. you know, where the game's at, you know, as you're kind of had some mm-hmm. experience at Auburn and stuff. So really exciting, yeah. man. Really yeah. exciting for you. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it should be fun. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm you're you're gonna you're gonna be in for a ride, man. It's gonna be probably yeah. the best four years of your life. So yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, you've touched on a little bit after college, obviously, you know, you're super young and stuff, but I mean, a professional golf is something that you want to do. You know, what what are your thoughts on that? And you know, do you have any idea about how you would go about professional golf? Yeah, I mean, that's that's been the goal since day one. Yeah, um, yeah. Obviously having the backup plans always good but i want to go pro you know with pj tory you now i think by the time i get to a senior it's just going to be a lot bigger than it is now especially with some of these guys and how well they're playing you see ludwig oh my gosh like he makes every cut and same with sam bennett he's been playing really well and those guys on corn ferry like adrian and uh, ricky Mm -hmm. castillo they've been uh they've been tearing it up and it's just it's just going to help uh some of the younger guys uh, I think PJ Toru is going to get bigger. It's going to be more spots. Mm-hmm. You know, there's only one PJ Tour card now. Maybe there'll be like three by the time I get there, or something like that. Right. I think, uh, I think it's only a matter of time before it starts growing and guys start seeing how good college golfers are. Yeah, exactly. I think you know the PJ Tour U is just—it's so cool to see how you know when it first came out, it was like, wow, you know, this is really awesome. You know, you have potentially a place to play after you know, college and stuff. And then to see how it's developed with, like you said, PJ tour card, you know, guaranteed starts on corn Ferry tour, you know, and then you have membership on there and it's crazy. Like you said, yeah. you know, over the years, whenever it comes time, you know, for you to be, you know, be able to qualify for the PJ tour university stuff, it's going to be like, how big is it going to be? Yeah, <laughs> It's yeah, going to exactly. be insane, man. So, but no, it's cool to hear, obviously, you know, if any buddy that's a competitive golfer always has the dream of wanting to play professionally. And that's what everybody says. Every time I have them on the podcast, they want to play professional golf. That's been, right. you know, the, the day one dream. So no, mm-hmm. man, that's, it's really cool to hear that stuff. And, yeah. you know, I just wishing that with the best in, you know, college golf and, and professional golf as well when that time comes, but you got some years at Auburn and yeah. I'm really excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It should be fun. Definitely some more uh, learning and maturing to do, but, um, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, I don't know. I'm just thinking this now, like, are, are you 18 yet? Or are you 17 still? Or. Uh, I turned 18, like just under two months ago, just under two months ago. Wow, man. It's yeah. just so young, but that's so that's cool, it. man. It's a, uh, yeah. no, you got such a good time ahead of you and everything, man. And yeah, just really looking forward to it for you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And we're heading to the next section of the show here. I like to call the ham and egg section, you know, just a few more questions, get to know you a little bit more and stuff. And this first one, you know, we're, I'm just curious about once again, your junior career as a whole, like, what was it like kind of, you know, doing traveling, you know, playing in these high end tournaments, going from state to state, playing in these tournaments and stuff. Like how well do you think your experiences have prepared you for division one golf at Auburn? Yeah, it was a lot of traveling in junior golf for sure. Especially yeah. at, 
the beginning of when I started playing AJGAs, you play, I think you play a lot more. Uh -huh. uh, it's like two a month in the summer. It's, it's a lot. And it, it, when you're playing in school time, it helps you manage your schoolwork a little bit, which can definitely be carried over to when you're in college. Uh -huh. And then um, kind of just, I'm a really big believer in routine. Uh -huh. And I feel like, you know, having a good routine, I, I had a really good routine in junior golf. And if I can carry that over into amateur golf, college golf, I feel like it makes the transition a lot easier. Uh -huh. And um, yeah, all the travel was, was nuts. A lot of plane flights, a lot of, a lot of hotels, but yeah, <laughs> it, it's definitely going to pay off in the future. Exactly. Yeah. You're kind of like getting a taste of, you know, like you said, you know, you're, you're getting into this routine now to where it's going to be good for, you know, college golf and amateur golf, because I mean, when the schedule at Auburn, you're going to be traveling a lot and, you know, right. all that stuff. So, but I mean, it seems that you've been able to travel, you know, a fair amount to where you've seen your game travel at different parts of the country in different conditions, different grasses and all that stuff which is, you know, what you're going to be experiencing college golf. So, um, I just, I think it's so cool, man. Like whenever I was playing junior golf, like I had no idea of all this, like, you know, going from different States and playing all these, you know, playing all these tournaments. And it's so cool to hear and talk to somebody that has kind of been there, done that yeah. stuff. That's pretty yeah. cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this next question here is just advice for junior golfers out there. You know, you were, you know, such a successful junior player and stuff. And, you know, also in the amateur series and stuff. So, I mean, do you have any advice that you tell, you know, junior golfers when, you know, maybe they ask you, or if you were to tell somebody like, what, what's some advice you give junior golfers? You know, I'd say just, just really work on the flaws of your game. I feel like also course management is really, really important because if you're really good at course management, you can turn around that you're about to shoot 76 and almost a 72, just knowing uh -huh. your misses, knowing, you know, what your tendencies are, that type of stuff is really, really important because, you know, every, anyone can go shoot 65 on a given day if they're playing well, uh -huh. but it's the guys that can shoot 69 to 72 when they're not playing well. I really separate themselves from, you know, guys who fall back into two, three over. That's, that's just so important. And I think it's something that looks it's looked over a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, guys just go beat balls in the range and, you know, striping a seven iron over and over again. But like, if your wedges aren't good or your putting isn't good, it's not going to matter. It's just really having overall balance in your game and you know, just knowing your tendencies Absolutely, man. I think that's great advice because like you said, there's probably a lot of junior players that just, you know, they go on the range and they just hit seven iron after seven iron or driver after driver when, you know, the short game is a downfall. You know, like you said, right. you if you can piece together rounds where you're, you know, you're kind of scraping it around yet you're still shooting even par or a couple under or something. I mean, that's huge, dude. I think that's right. great advice to bring up. Great yeah. advice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy what, what, um, working on the short game can do because I feel like you can never, you know, master the short game and stuff like right. that. So, um, but yeah, the flaws, whether it be, even if you don't, let's say you don't hit the driver well or something, you know, you got to go and, you know, work on that stuff instead of just focusing on what you're good at. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Great. 
Great advice, man. Great advice. And, but no, I mean, just kind of leads into this next question really well. I mean, whenever you go, you know, to tournaments and even practice rounds and stuff, like how do you go about looking at a golf course and what allows you to get, the, to get around the course, you know, in set in the best way you possibly can? I like to try to do two practice rounds if I can. Okay. Um, I kind of just feel the course out. I'm not hitting like a bunch of shots from everywhere. Most of the time I'm just, I'm just blasting driver everywhere too. Just trying to figure <laughs> out where not to hit it. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's definitely, definitely important. Uh-huh. Um, Cause you know, if you're hitting drivers everywhere and then, you know, three hole, you know, you hit 11 of 14 fairways, but that's those three holes, you hit perfect drives and mm-hmm. you're screwed. It's like, well, now I know to hit three iron or whatever. So <laughs> yeah. I'll I get you. Yeah, I'm a big believer in hitting hitting a lot of drivers. And, you know, I hit a couple putts in a couple places I think the holes will be. Sometimes they're marked, sometimes they're not. And just really getting used to the rough and the fringes. Um, you know, there's always obviously like pretty much every every course we play is different grass. Mm-hmm, Prime, right. Most of them are Bermuda. You get some bent and some Poe up north and uh-huh. that type of stuff. But really acclimating yourself to you know, misses is really important. Gotcha, man. I gotcha. And it's good. It's cool to hear how, you know, two practice rounds, you know, you really try and get over there, hit a lot of drivers, see where you can and can't hit the ball. Um, I think it's really cool to hear everybody's routine and stuff. And, you know, I, and you talk about, uh, you know, hitting a few putts where you think pins will be, but yet, like, I don't know why I just kind of thought back to whenever I would go through my practice routine as well. And it's like, I remember we used to just hit putts and putts and putts. And it's like, you're almost kind of wasting some time almost on the putting. Green. It's yeah. like when you're hitting, when you're hitting that many putts, you know, whereas you're more focused on, okay, around the greens, I need to be, or you're more, fo- you're more focused about off the tee and, you know, where can I hit it? Where can't I hit it and stuff? So, right. yeah, well, I think it's really cool to hear your routine and stuff. And so you're a bomb driver. If you have the chance to hit driver, you're hitting driver kind of player. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, man. I get you. I'm pretty accurate with my driver, so I'm I'm pretty confident over it. And you know, there's obviously a couple of those you can't hit it, but I try to drive as much as I can. Gotcha, man. I gotcha. No, that's a great, it's a lethal weapon to have, you know, that much confidence in the bag with the driver and stuff, because it's uh if you can hit that thing, you know, frozen ropes down fairways, that's that's huge, man. That's huge. (laughs) Oh man, that no, that's great, man. It's cool to hear your routine and stuff like that. And um, you know, this next question, obviously, we've talked about, you know, playing in, you know, a ton of high level tournaments, getting a lot of wins, finishing high in tournaments, junior president's cup team and stuff. You know, what's the most memorable moment you've had while, you know, playing golf or being on the golf course, would you say? <laughs> I'm sure moment. if you got to pick a couple or so, it, it's totally understandable. Um, but yeah, I just it's I know it's a, probably a tough question to narrow it down, maybe. Uh, I got a couple. I'd say, you know, in the Junior Presence Cup, we were down like three points. And I think we went like we won nine of the 12 matches in sing- singles and wow. won a match. And that was that was pretty cool to come back and get that win. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I talked about earlier, that 2022 Rolex win was was really important to me and you mm-hmm. know playing well in those AM events. And winning the Dustin Johnson was also really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I had to withdraw from it the first time I played it and I didn't go back until that then mm-hmm. I had a back injury like three years prior playing gotcha. in that tournament. Gotcha. So that was that was a cool win. That's a great course, a great event. Just got a lot of history and 
a lot of good players come through and take that title. I'm glad I, I could add my name to it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that Dustin Johnson AJGA term is like, you know, I feel like that's like one of the most well-known, like you said, with all the history and stuff behind it. And, you know, it's cool that you've been able to kind of, you know, tack your name onto that as, you know, one mm-hmm. of those players and stuff. And, you know, whenever I'm sure whenever you're, you know, playing on PJ tour and stuff, they'll flash back, you know, a photo of you winning at Dustin Johnson. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, it's cool, man. It's cool to hear those experiences at the junior president's cup like that. And um, yeah, you've just done, so much man i think it's just really impressive and once again just congratulations on everything that you've been able to do to this point thank you thank you yeah and we're heading to the last question here um yeah i'm sure there's been a lot of people that have supported you in your golfing career and will continue to support you and stuff so uh, um i don't know if there's a group of people or person that have really inspired you to be the person slash golfer you are today Uh, i'd probably just say my parents and my my coach um Yeah. My parents have done so much for me. I'm really grateful to have them. My, my dad really pushes me to be the best I am. And my, my mom travels with me a lot to golf tournaments nice. and she's really helpful. And I've had the same swing coach for about five years now. He's my local pro at where I practice in yeah. uh, California. And he's done wonders for me. You know, I, I pretty much have got my swing down. I know my tendencies, what, what I'm doing wrong when I'm doing it, that type of stuff. But he, he's really helped me, you know, identify that. And he's helped me mentally too, a lot with my course management and just like, you know, accepting some shots and that type of stuff. And I feel like he's really helped me mature throughout the bag. And, you know, with my course management, like I talked about earlier, I feel like it's really important Mm -hmm. him. And then obviously coach Kleinert, I feel like he's going to, he's going to be really helpful for me and getting me to where I need to be. Absolutely, man. It's, uh, you know, it's great to shout out to parents when you can, cause you know, they've been there since day one and stuff. Right. And it's cool to hear, you know, the relationship we have, you have with your coach as well. Like, you know, how he's been able to really develop you and you, he's probably almost like family to you as well. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. No, it's cool, man. And I'm sure, you know, just, those people will continue to support you and no matter what happens in your life and stuff. So, but uh, it's great to have them because you got to have that support in golf. You too. Yeah. It's very, uh, I've been very grateful for who I have and what I have and what I've come to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely, man. Absolutely. And it's cool that, um, you know, they've, they've been there the whole way and just seeing your journey and your story, man. So it's, uh, yeah. it's pretty awesome. And, um, you know, that'll wrap up this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto Jackson. Once again, man, thank you for coming on here telling, you know, not only myself, but the listeners out there about you and just really excited for you and your time at Auburn, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was, it was a lot of fun. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Have a good one, everybody. Hey, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Just want to let you guys know I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes like videos or photos. So you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.